Let's take a look at the uses of genetic engineering. There are many applications of genetic engineering, which I will now discuss. One of these is transferring genes into plants. Many genetically modified crops, which we call GM crops, exist. They have been engineered to have the following characteristics. So they might have resistance to diseases, insects or herbicides, and the production of larger or better quality fruits, in our opinion, so like a nice shaped fruit. We can also use genetic engineering to transfer genes into bacteria. Bacterial DNA has been engineered in such a way that it contains the human insulin gene. By creating a colony of this modified bacteria, there can be rapid and cheap production of large quantities of human insulin, which can then be used to treat type 1 diabetes. We can also transfer genes into animals. Sheep have had their genomes modified so that their milk contains drugs that can be used to treat human diseases. There are several advantages and disadvantages to genetic engineering, as with most things. So it's a very exciting technology and can have some potentially groundbreaking uses. So some advantages of genetically modified crops are that GM crops generally show increased yields. This means they could help to provide the nutrients that are often missing from the diets of those living in developing nations. For example, golden rice can help reduce vitamin A deficiency, which can cause blindness. GM crops are popular in some parts of the world and no complications have been experienced so far. Genetic engineering could also prevent inherited diseases if we genetically modified something. It could also improve food, the efficiency of food production by producing animals or plants which are, have high nutritional value or have higher yields. Because GM crops usually have higher yields than normal crops which then could be a solution to providing nutrients for many people in developing nations. But as with most things, there are also disadvantages to genetic engineering. Many people object to the use of genetic engineering because some people expect that GM crops could negatively impact wildflower and insect populations, thus reducing biodiversity. Some people think that there will be long-term effects of consumption on human health, because we haven't really tested this yet, because they haven't been out there long enough. And if transplanted genes manage to escape into the natural environment, we could accidentally create a superweed that is resistant to herbicides. Because it's a relatively recent development, it's uncertain what the long-term effects may be. And some people consider it unethical to create new life forms or move genes between species. Let's take a look at how we can do genetic engineering. How do we transfer genes into bacteria? Let's use the example of an insulin producing bacteria that is genetically modified. So the gene that produces insulin can be inserted into bacteria so that those bacteria can mass produce insulin to treat people with diabetes. The process is as follows. Enzymes are used to cut out a desired gene from a chromosome. And this same enzyme is used to cut a vector, which is usually a bacterial plasmid or virus. The vector is then used to insert the gene into the required cells. And if the gene is delivered to the cells before they have differentiated, so at the egg or the embryo stage, 
then all the cells of the developed organism will have the gene and show the characteristic. So this was the insulin-producing gene. If you inserted that at an early stage, then all cells would be able to produce insulin. If you're looking for somewhere to revise all your subjects and learn two times faster for free, then go to SenecaLearning.com and sign up now. It's free to sign up and start learning, so go to SenecaLearning.com or click the link in the bio to revise all of your exam subjects for free. And don't forget to review and subscribe to help more people find this podcast and help them with their revision. <laughs>